Thank you for tuning into the Hope When There Was None podcast. And here we share stories to educate you, to empower you and inspire. So thank you for listening and tuning in. Please do me a favor and share if you have a favorite episode, or maybe you think somebody else that needs a dose of positivity and to maybe break open some of the darkness, let there be light. So thank you again for all of your support and encouragement. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's Melinda from Hope When There Was None, and I'm sharing today another survivor story. Now, this comes from Grace, and again, the names have been changed for respect, out of respect and confidentiality. So this is a question that I mentioned. It just, so many people just don't understand. It's a question that is on the mind of many people when they hear that a woman maybe had her life taken or is leaving in a, a, a relationship. They just don't understand why didn't she just go after the first blow or why didn't she just go after the first time he cheated on her or and i do say her a lot men can be abused as well it's just not that you hear it's typically women a lot of that also has to do with shame that men have men are supposed to be these big puffed up masculine guys and and i'm just saying that that's how we perceive them strong and so on and it's hard for us to wrap our mind around the fact that men can be, they can be abused. Most of the time it is an emotional and verbal thing, but I know I've had men reach out to me where it was physical, where the woman would physically harm the man. Regardless, let's talk about grace. So why does she stay? Why does a person subject themselves to this? Why would anybody want to? And I gotta be honest with you, if I, would talk to younger me I don't know I would have tried to talk me out of this myself I don't know why I stayed rationally I know in the, my mind now I should have gotten out I know in my mind back then it was a safe place to be and it was comfortable it was something I knew I grew up in a situation where it was abusive so all of this was normal to me you don't know what you don't know so this is what I knew so when I posed the question to the group, the ladies in the Survivors Cafe, I was really, I was really, I don't want to say surprised at the responses. Um, it just tugged on my heart. And it, it's almost as though we're all sisters. We have similar mindsets, similar patterns, similar beliefs that we grew up in, or maybe that just formed when we were in that relationship, that toxic relationship. So this is Grace. Let's get back to that. So Grace says the main reason in the beginning was that because I had given some unhealthy I was given some unhealthy beliefs in the terms of Christian marriage that you don't talk about your problems in your marriage to other people you need to be forgiving and you also need to be submissive etc. I was dependent on him because I was living in his country a place that was very different from the U.S. Later it was all about the fact that I had a child with him and I didn't want her just to have to be away from me. We're divorced now, but now we're navigating the custody issue. Can you relate to Grace? Do you or do you know somebody that is in a similar situation where they're in a foreign country? Or maybe they've married somebody from a foreign country and now you have children in the mix or maybe there's finances in the mix something of that nature and some cultural beliefs are entirely different than what we have here in the states if you're from the states you know what i mean um, it's entirely different than you would go to like let's say mexico or you would go to um, 
the top of my head, maybe Iran, or you would go to just so many other different places. Even Australia, there are different beliefs, different cultural beliefs, where a woman might not have finances. She might not have claim to any of the household, the home, household items. She might be considered chattel. Um, so this is something that is... I think it's happening more often. There is also that cultural abuse, that abuse of immigration that uh, I'm not going to give you your passport, am I going to give you your papers, or I'll turn you in, you won't get your child because you're going to be deported, uh, I'll take your child away to my country. These are things that do happen, and that's not a lie, it's not sugarcoating it, it's not making it up. These things are, you don't always hear about them, but they do happen, and it's really sad. It's very can be very dramatic and it is I'm trying to gather my thoughts here and I just know it's very hard I've seen these women and especially Grace here in my group just grow to become such a strong woman but I've seen those moments of vulnerability that she lets out where she is struggling to you know just find out her footing in this world and, and what her what she's able to to claim, and not claim, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, but it's leaving me right now, but this is more common than you believe and you think, so I just want you to take away with this that you're not alone, that if you need help, there's a National Domestic Violence Hotline, there's Safe Horizon, also you can look into your local shelter for help if you don't know where that shelter is, or maybe you need to look outside of your area message me privately. I'm happy to help you with that. I'm happy to do research and figure out maybe a location that's close to you. If you're in an emergency situation and you need to have a safety plan, there are shelters that can walk you through that. If you need to talk, I know I'm happy to also talk with you about that. But you are welcome to feel free to message me privately if you're not sure where to talk, excuse me, where to look, or if you just need to talk. I need coffee. It's early in the morning. <laughs> I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in. And I will be back soon again with another great story uh, from another survivor. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.